It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. Welcome back to the Pandarin Talk. My name's Sean Dangler, and I'm back with you. This is another edition of a day in the life. Sorry, I'm still just on the road right now. Actually, I'm just getting on the road. I had to drop old Evie girl off at day, doggy daycare while Camp Bow Wow. And I, the, the time I arrived, usually I feel like I'm either early or later than probably the busy time. But right now, it's just like dogs are coming in. I'm, I, was, I was leaving the parking lot. I'm just seeing <laughs> dogs just coming in left and right with their owners and their vehicles. Uh, just whipping in coming in so uh yeah but i'm on the road uh i was on the road this weekend i was up in i had a comedy show up in decora uh impact coffee which went very well they were very happy with it uh they sold out which was pretty awesome but i had never been to decora before so that was unique i've been up in that area couple, a few years ago, Jesus, a couple of years ago, I mean, like 2019, I think I was up there, so four years ago, that whole pandemic part, that, that's just all blur, you know, it all blends together, uh, but yeah, we were up there, I, I went up there, yeah, to, but not specifically Decora, it was more, I think it was north of there, but yeah, we went, went up to Decora for the first time, and I've always heard good things about Decora, um, and honestly, when I got there, it's, like, the coolest part, probably, about that part of the state is that it's, like, not just flat. Like, there's bluffs and things, you know, because it's not, it's the driftless area where, I, I believe if I have this right, that the glaciers just didn't touch that area or whatever. So that's why it's kind of like that. And it's kind of cool because you drive in, and I thought it would get a little more driftier before it, but it didn't. But basically, as you drive into Decora, that's kind of where the driftless area begins and sure enough that's what ended up happening uh, as you come down in that area and you start to see the driftless area but yeah we went on or we had a comedy show that night and driving up to it like coming to that downtown area it really reminded me of oh what was it it really reminded me of Oh, I'm trying to think of Dubuque. There we go. Dubuque's downtown is obviously a lot bigger, but like the way the buildings, how nice the buildings were, they're like on their main drag. It was like, oh, this, this reminds me of Dubuque, like the way it's laid out and kind of valley, even though there's, well, there is a river there, uh, but there is not, like, it's not on a big river, like the, the Madden Mississippi. It was cool though to see it. And see all the, uh, like, just the area. Because, like, you're downtown and then you can look around and there's bluffs surrounding you. It's just kind of nice sometimes not to just be like, oh, well, there's an endless guy. Even though I was talking to someone who's not from Iowa recently and they're basically like, what I love about Iowa is that you can see for miles and on miles, which is great. I do like that part. But it's kind of nice to mix it up, you know, and see some different uh Topographical? I don't know if that's the right word, but see some different things. But 
So yeah, basically what happened at that comedy show, I didn't, I was told to go to Mabe's Pizza, which I've heard from multiple people is a place to go there, and I actually stayed at an Airbnb right next to it, uh, but unfortunately, I did not have, the way timing worked out, I did not want to eat a, a bunch of pizza before my comedy show, so I thought I could hold off till after, but timing didn't exactly work out, so I did not end up doing that, uh, so what I ended up doing I just straight up had to go. The only place that was open in Decorah, Iowa, on a Friday after 10 o'clock that served food, and that was Pizza Hut. So I went into Pizza Hut, and the funniest thing about Pizza Hut is I walked in. I was It was after 10 o'clock. They closed at 11. And I, like, stood there for a bit. No one was helping me. And then someone helped me. And, she, and then the guy calls up this lady who's vacuuming and was like, uh... Maria, whatever her name was. All right, we got someone here. And I could see her. I, she, I don't think she could see me or knew that I could see her. But the, the look on her face, the horror on her face, the disappointment on her face when she saw me there ready to eat a meal. Because she was probably like, good, if I get this clean and we can close early, get out of here. The disappointment or when she turned around and saw me, it was, oh, chef's kiss. It was beautiful uh, from the standpoint that it was hilarious that she was that upset by it. <laughs> That's, it, was, it was pretty funny. And then as she was serving me, it, she was just like going in and out, being as quick as possible with me. And it was pretty funny. And did I get pizza at Pizza Hut? Absolutely not. The best thing at Pizza Hut are the wings. So I got their wings, and I couldn't think, you can get 8 or 16 wings. And I was just like, I don't think I can down 16 wings and feel healthy about it. So instead, I got mozzarella sticks and still didn't feel healthy about it. But I was like, hey, at least I'm getting, like, cheese. I'm mixing it up, you know, a little bit compared to uh, <clears throat> what? Uh, just going all wings, even though I could get different flavor wings. It just didn't feel right to get 16 wings and nothing else. Like, I needed to have a little bread. My stomach hurt. Not that bad, but it did hurt after a while. And also, like, the cheese, I thought I was just going to choke on the mozzarella cheese the whole time. Because I, like, straight up, like, I don't know if it's because of my braces or the spacers they had to put in because I have to get more braces put on. I don't know what it was exactly. But, like, I just couldn't choose that cheese that well. So I was, like, definitely afraid I was going to just choke on death death by mozzarella sticks. Pizza Hut mozzarella sticks. So that's what happened there. I had a beer, relaxed, then went back and went to bed on the Airbnb. And the next day I woke up, and I, when I was on stage the night before, I kind of asked about what I should check out in Decorah. And they said these springs, Dunning Springs, I think, Dunning Springs. And I, so I went and did that, but when I went there, there, it's like in a park, and I was looking at the map to figure out where it was, and then they said Ice Cave, and I was like, Ice Cave? I'm all about Ice Caves. Sounds fun. So I decided to go uh, to find this Ice Cave, and I'm looking on the trail, and I see it on the map, I'm like, okay, it's like right off the, this one trail next to the river type of thing, which that should have been my first clue that I was probably wrong, that why would there be a cave uh, 
why would there? Oh gosh, everyone's going so fast on the interstate, guys. It's like a fucking race car, right? Racetrack. Uh, but what I was saying was, I was like, why should why there be a nice? I should have thought, why is there a nice game on the river? But that's where it had on the map. And so I go, I start walking on this trail. I'm walking far. I'm like, God, this this doesn't seem right. Wherever I am, like it doesn't seem like it. Like I don't think it was that far based on like. I should take a picture of the map first. Second, I was Googling stuff, and I was like, yeah, it seems like it shouldn't have taken me this long to get there. And sure enough, I ended up walking past it on that trail, and I had to come back up on this road that goes right by next to the bluff, you know, that the cave would probably be in. But I didn't think about doing that, because I was like, that's what the map said. But sure enough, I kind of double-backed on that road, and then I ended up being able to find out uh I found the cave pretty easily at that point. It's pretty well marked. So I went up into the cave. And by going up into the cave, it's so it's an old, it's very unique about where it is because it gets ice like in the middle of the summer. And it was kind of icy at this point because like the entry point to it is higher than the bottom. So basically the hot air always rises out. So the coldest air stays in the cave. And so I'm walking into this cave. You can only go about like ten feet, and they they have warning. If you read any website or whatever, they're like basically like it gets real tight after a while. But even before that, like you know, you enter at your own risk because like rocks have fallen, that type of stuff. So I go like ten feet in, and there's like two separate ways I think you can go, and it's pretty freaking tight, and it's super dark. I don't. Oh, it was my phone flashlight, so I'm just like. Probably not gonna happen. Like, like this is not also like if I'm not gonna have death by Pizza Hut and mozzarella sticks, I'm not gonna have death by falling rocks in a cave where no one else is around. I was by myself at this point. I was like, my wife would not be happy with me if I just died in this ice cave. So I just walked in as far as I felt comfortable. I did not try to go through the real skinny areas, and then I was like, it's also super dark. I was like, how am I ever gonna see anything? Like, I'm good. Like, I'm just gonna. Head on back. Because supposedly at some point in there, they blocked it off because, I don't know, 30 years ago, some rocks had fallen and, you know, made it a little dangerous. But if you look up at it, you're like, yeah, these rocks don't exactly seem to be perfectly there by any measure. So I got out of the cave and then I went. So I go back to look at that. I'm like, how did I mess this up? And so I, because I'm like, I try to do everything as quickly and efficiently as possible. I pretty much looked at this map, and then I realized, oh, there's a second map that's more detailed, but it's smaller, not as big as a big map, and then it actually has the real location. Even though the other location did say where the ice cave and like had a place of it next to the river, the other one actually had the right spot that it was in. It was just smaller and more detailed. Like, that should have been one I should have looked at first. But I just looked at one, and I was like, ah, that's probably what they all looked like. I'm not going to read this whole thing. So I did that to myself. Fun, fun times. So on top of that, now I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go find these springs. Thankfully, the springs was much more drawn out on that map and a lot easier to go find. And it didn't take that much, did not take nearly as long. You just walk up and it's just like, kind of follow this nice little running stream. That's, that's like the 
beautiful nature sounds of water running. I don't know. Then you come up and it, it comes up and it's like a legit like waterfall going down. And it's like, oh, this is pretty. Not like a legit Iowa waterfall. Not like waterfall, waterfall. Like it's a pretty cool waterfall. And then you can walk up and kind of see where the source of it is, which it's just coming out of the, again, kind of like the ice cave. It's just coming out of these random rocks. This bluff. I don't know where it comes from inside of that. Who knows? But it's just constantly running and uh, it was pretty cool. Honestly, at the end of the day, it was, that was probably way better than the stupid ice cave. You can't really see much of that. It was pretty beautiful views. I'm sure if it wasn't a little warmer out, it'd be nicer to see. So I took a few videos of that and then decided that was the time I needed to go eat at the family table restaurant, which was recommended to me. And really, honestly, my opinion on that is it's good. It's basically like any old school diner restaurant. I got a pancake. What I do like is I got for less than six dollars I got a pancake, a piece of bacon on scrambled egg, and a sausage link. Usually you get like two of that, but it probably costs a little more. So it is and the pancake was good size. So overall it was a good deal. And I enjoyed that. And I found out later after I posted those videos, someone else who's I don't know, he's from the area or been there quite a bit. He's like, Oh you should check this other spring out. And so I guess the next time I go back, I'll try to go find that other spring. But overall, it was it was a very fun experience in Decora. It is different than the rest of Iowa. So if you ever make it, are in that area, I think you could make a day or two trip out of it if you really wanted to. So I, think they, I know they have a couple breweries. I was not there for the timing of going to the breweries. But you could definitely do that. And go see those other things. I think there's enough to do, or you can make a small small weekend trip out of it. So it was cool overall. It was, it was a good experience. I was happy I went. And if you are in in the area or ever need to get away, but you don't want to spend a ton of money and you just kind of want to stay within Iowa, you don't want to be too far from home, whatever. Go to Decorah, even though from Des Moines it's like three hours. It's like just traveling to Kansas City. So that's what makes it hard. So Kansas City, Decorah, Kansas City sounds a little better, but at the end of the day, that's what it is so fun time like subscribe tell a friend that has been the pandering talk in a day in a life all right bye-bye thank you for listening to the pandering talk if you got any questions concerns or comments just hit us up on our facebook instagram or twitter all under the pandering talk thank you and have a wonderful day